0: Thanks for listening to the Cannabis Today podcast. On this edition of the podcast, Catherine Sidman is joined by Kyle Boyer of Medicinal Genomics. Kyle Boyer is a cannabis scientist with a background in neurobiology and analytical chemistry who has been working in the industry for six years. Kyle also serves as the vice chair for the American Chemical Society's Cannabis Chemistry Subdivision. For more of the Cannabis Today content most relevant to you, visit canna-today.com and filter content by category, host, location, and more. And now, Katherine Sidman and Kyle Boyer live from the show floor of Concentration 2019 in Pala, California. Here we go. So here we are. I'm with my new friend, Kyle. Kyle just came over to be on the show. We're at the um, Concentration 2019 conference. We're here on the expo floor. It's a little bit a little bit noisy. Kyle, introduce yourself and tell me where you're from.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Kyle Boyer, and I'm a field application scientist with Medicinal Genomics, and I am based here in beautiful San Diego, California.
0: Beautiful San Diego, but Medicinal Genomics is based in... Beverly,
1: Massachusetts.
0: Massachusetts. Okay. And tell me tell me what you do and what, what the company does.
1: Um, so Medicinal Genomics is a leader in microbial safety testing for cannabis, and we also are a leader in cannabis genomics. We recently put out the best reference genome in the world for a cultivar called Jamaican Lion, So, that's really helping advance uh, cannabis in terms of breeding efforts and making sure things are optimized. Um,
0: So, tell me about that product, uh, that project.
1: um, So, that was actually funded by cryptocurrency, interestingly enough. So, uh, we applied for a a grant through a company called Dash, or Digital Cash. And uh, we basically got it. And what we... What we were hoping to do here is there's some really overreaching patents out there in the cannabis space, specifically uh, involving type 2 cannabis plants, so things that produce both CBD and THC. And so one of these groups filed a patent for this in 2014, and it was ultimately granted, which we saw as a big problem because what they were producing really wasn't all that novel. Um, Mm -hmm. And there were things in the public domain beforehand that we felt would be a good way to defend against this. So we took the Jamaican Lion Cultivar, which is one of these uh, cannabis cups back in 2013 prior to the patent issuing, And we got this dash grant to deeply sequence it to show that what they had in their possession and that what they were claiming was novel was indeed not novel. And so this took about 120 days to completely do the the genome, which is insanely fast. Uh,
0: So tell me in a way that even I can understand what's involved in mapping the genome of a plant.
1: So uh, firstly, the, the most tricky part is getting good enough quality DNA in order to perform this type of analysis. Um, and then the next step is... So how do
0: you select that? Because it, this is a strain. We were. I was just talking to somebody else a minute ago about the, the different names of strains. Do they really mean anything? Is it really that strain? Who's growing it? How's he growing it? Where's he growing it? How did you identify where to get the plant uh, material. so
1: so we went directly to the breeder who actually uh-huh. made the cultivar um okay. so that that way we knew for sure that what we had was what we had unless you know you swapped something and in which case like well the genetic information will tell us if it, you've swapped anything okay um so that's how we validated that what we had was the right cut to begin with um and then the next step there was all right we've got the cultivar we want now how do we extract high enough quality dna in order to actually do the sequencing work um, it was no easy feat, uh, but luckily we have a really gifted R&D team at medicinal genomics, so they got that whole part figured out. Now the next step is when you're dealing with a genome as messy as cannabis, which it's a really tricky one, um, it's got much more variability than even our own DNA um, as a, you know the human genome. So um, next is selecting the ideal methods and learning from the lessons of the past, which is not using something like a short read technology, which basically puts this all in tiny little fragments but when you have all these puzzle pieces that look the same it's really difficult to actually map out where they all fit it's like i have a million pieces is this a corner piece i yeah. have no idea right yeah. um but when you apply longer read technology so you have a much bigger picture and better picture of where these things might go because there's less repetitive areas then you can start to assemble these things and create more of a map of where things lie um the next step is all right we've got all these long reads now Well, how do we assemble this all into what we call chromosomes and chromosomal structures now? So the next step was to take those long reads and then apply them uh, to a technology called Hi-C Proximo, which is produced by a company called Phase Genomics. And basically what this does is it creates these linkages. It links the DNA in areas where um, there would be chromosomal structures in place. And then from there, now that we've got both the combination of high-C data and long-read data, now we've got 10 cannabis chromosomes all neatly assembled. And now the next big frontier is, what does it all mean? Um, So annotating that. And so what we've done is we've taken uh, RNA data, so what's being expressed in the plant, and we're mapping against now this new reference genome so that we can tease out, okay, this is uh, associated with the production of, say, alpha-bisodolol, which is a terpene found in chamomile um, that gives kind of a relaxing effect. Or... Um, You know, we have a transcript here for something that maps to a flavonoid pathway. So that, you know, how do we find other homologs and other things that are genetically related like hops in order to tease out these different markers and patterns? And so that's really the next step for cannabis breeding is understanding where all these markers are and how we can use that to drive new breeding programs.
0: You know, when I hear um, genomics and cannabis breeding right now... I, there's like one big topic that's on my mind. Yeah, we
1: don't we don't need to say it uh, just because I don't, I don't want to get in trouble, but I think we all know what I'm alluding to, the elephant in the room. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say that what makes us different from that group is that we're not here to harvest your data. We're here to put it all public and demonstrate prior art so that you're protected if someone were to patent it down the line. We're here to develop tools for breeders. Um, we, I think we've done a good provide a good example of our integrity by putting all this stuff public we're not hoarding anything Um, we're merely providing the tools for breeders in order uh, for them to succeed really
0: so how would I use if I'm a breeder how would I use all of this genomic mapping that that you've put together how would I use that in my breeding program
1: so uh, there's two ways Um, so firstly we've got that reference genome out there that's public so you can download that reference genome and browse it yourself and then you can take what uh, the sequencing data we provide with a service that we call StrainSeq. We've got two different panels. We've got one that's focusing on cannabinoid terpenes and flavonoid pathways, and then we've also got a whole genome sequence. But you can use that data then to figure out different SNPs or single nucleotide polymorphisms, which are different variants that might say shunt one pathway in one direction or another. Um, and then by identifying all these different SNPs, we're looking at, in our smaller panel, we're looking at about 30,000 of these. So you can use these SNPs to create different maps that kind of can guide your breeding project to, say, and uh, for one tra- or confer one trait or another into the next generation. So
0: would I do that? Would I do that by, um, by testing all of my products and then sele- and then based on the testing. I'm going to compare it to the map that you've given me, and I'm going to say, these are the characteristics that I like, so this is the one I'm going with. On Prec- way more than just a, just a visually, this one looks more vigorous or healthy. Absolutely. Way, Chem- way more in-depth level.
1: Yeah, much more in-depth. I mean, we're looking at the molecular level, and we're looking at chemotypes. We, you know, we do the, uh, the genotypes, so the sequencing work. And then if you're working with any of our partner labs, we've got chemotypic information that we can tie together with that genotype. So now you can start to tease out all these different markers. Like, so this one's high in terpenolene. Well, let's figure out, you know, where the marker is for terpenolene based on that, um, and then use that in our breeding program. That's just one example, but there are many that you could apply here. And I think terpenolene is probably the easiest one because if you have a terpenolene dominant cultivar, that's pretty much all it's producing is terpenolene. But um, there are there are many different traits that we can that we can look for. Um, and this reference genome was just the first step to doing that.
0: Wow, I you know I can't even really picture. What you're talking about, like so, when you say you can go browse the genome, am I looking at numbers? Is it numbers? Letters, letters. So it's letters,
1: A's, T's, G's, and, and C's. Okay, it's, yep. that's it. That's yep. it. The genetic code. The so you're looking at you know all these different genes, and what, right now it's a blank slate for the most part. We know a handful of these genes and what they do, but right now it's like, how do we figure out and tease out what all these things do so that we can make better crops for the future?
0: Right, right. And so tell me, in your role. Um, how does your company, if your company is giving this away and it's all open source, how are you guys making money?
1: Actually, our we're making most of our money in the microbial testing space. Okay. Um, so we've developed a, a novel assay for detecting all sorts of different cannabis pathogens. Um, our DNA extraction technique is uh, something that's widely used in genomics, and it's a great way to get high-quality DNA. And I think the beauty of our platform, which is called Pathoseek, is that we've validated on cannabis flower, on cannabis concentrates, on a myriad of different cannabis-infused product matrices. As you know, there's so many different things. to va- I mean, there's new products coming out every day. How do you validate against everything? But we've done at least 10 now, yeah. um, which is, I think, much further along than anyone else in the space has gotten. Um, and so you can at least be confident that the results you're getting are always going to be dead on with right. microbial
0: testing. Okay, and, and microbial testing specifically usually takes a long time because you're actually having to grow things, right? Yeah. And so how do you guys handle that?
1: Okay, so actually that's another beauty of this platform is so you're right, you do have to grow things. In the case of pathogens, we do have to do something called a 24-hour enrichment step. So if you're trying to find a needle in a haystack, right? You have to allow that that organism to multiply so that you can actually hit the detection limit uh, that's needed. Um, but if you're doing something like, say, a total count test, like, you know, total aerobic, total yeast and mold, all it is is simply take your product, uh, remove the DNA from it, extract it, and then amplify with our specific primers that are associated with a given organism or a class of organisms in the case of total count tests. So really, with our assays, you can get results within 24 hours. um, Or if you're handling all the prep time and handling on on a pathogen test, Probably about 28, right? But uh, compare that to something like culture plating uh, for something like Aspergillus, which is the only cannabis pathogen that's really, well, one of the only cannabis pathogens that's really known to kill people. That usually takes about five to seven days by traditional methods. And it's wrought with false positives. I mean, um, how can you determine which one's the pathogenic version of Aspergillus when they all quite literally look very much the same? Um, But when you have primers that are species specific and are. only going to amplify for certain types of aspergillus, that gives you a lot more precision and uh, the ability to make sure that you're not interpreting uh, false positives or anything of that nature. Right.
0: So so your customers are test labs for the most part.
1: Yep. We're currently working with about three quarters of the California Cannabis Testing Labs, and uh, we work with folks in Canada, all over the country, really. That's
0: great. That's great. That's great. And where do, do you make your own assays? Do you make your own standards?
1: Yeah. yeah all, all of our primers are, are proprietary and designed by us internally. Wow. So that's how we know. And we've got probably one of the best DNA experts in the world, uh, Kevin McKernan, as our chief science officer. He did the human genome project with MIT. Uh, he's done the first, one of the first cannabis genomes and now has made the best one out there yet. So uh, we're really blessed to have such an amazing team working with us. Uh,
0: so how do we learn more about your company? How do we know if the test lab that we're going to is... Um, using your products and is able to provide those quick results, tell me how I can find out more. So you can
1: learn about uh, the testing labs that are using us and more about the company at www.medicinalgenomics.com. If you're interested in learning more about the sequencing work that we do, I would highly recommend you check out our genomic database, which is called Canopedia at www.canapedia.net.
0: Canapedia.com. Are you guys on Instagram? Uh, we sure are. Uh, medicinal
1: period genomics. And I'm also on there as Kyle underscore MGC.
0: Kyle MGC. I love it. Kyle from Medicinal Genomics. Thanks so much for coming out on the Cannabis Today podcast. Thank it was you awesome to hear for from having you. me. All right. To learn more about medicinal genomics, visit medicinalgenomics.com. As always, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thanks again for listening to the Cannabis Today podcast.